1: each day is another chance to do the things I could have done the day before but I didn't and known I should have so I say a prayer to the gone for gooders who left this world and kissed my girl good morning sugar another sunrise and as much as I would love to roll over on you I cannot do it because the good Lord I prayed to him he said niggas is listening now so I better have something to say to him so I'ma tell him how I went down man doing shows for free going out of town man the way I almost broke down and got a nine to five because I had more than sound scans this is the price that i pay for this music and every word that i write is a testament to it and i had to go back i wouldn't change a thing wouldn't recut re-edit or change a frame because it would not be fair to turn my back on the struggle when that's the exact same hustle that got me here told niggas fun to get up we three the hard way and Broadway's the only place you ever throw a set up speechless is you is you speechless is all you be if we ever met up i survived too much to ever not to ever let up motherfucker hey welcome to the Blackout out podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday mm-hmm. ready to give you some podcast and don't forget tomorrow is our game of thrones recap justin will be our first guest yay who you guys all know friend and fan of the show mm-hmm. um of course uh we have um some other special guests signed up um mm-hmm already been asking around making sure we can get some favors back some new faves some new people coming through that i think you guys will be excited to see and hear from so can't wait to get into this uh the last six times that we ever re- reviewed this show we mm-hmm. ever recap this thing so um but today's not the recap today is a day like well like any other okay gonna talk about news and all that type of stuff If you're listening to this show leave us a five-star review on itunes okay if it's nice we'll read it on the air it's that simple we love five-star reviews mm-hmm. love to hear what you guys think about the show We love when people talk to us nicely and we read it on the air it's that easy um the official weapon of the show is a taser an official sport bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is a sponsor uh, today's podcast is sponsored It is actually brought to you by adam and eve okay let me see if sexy, i can find Sexy. fine speaking of sexy sexy let me see if i can sexy sexy music come on listen are you in the free stuff i don't know if you guys are but i'm not gonna lie i'm definitely in the free stuff and adam and eve is trying to help you with some free stuff Hopefully, hoping to, uh, help you get free, okay? Come on. Uh, <laughs> they wanna help you spice up your bedroom even better. And I'm not just talking salt and pepper to taste, okay? I'm talking <laughs> the spices way in the back that you be forgetting you got sometimes, okay? We're gonna put some coriander on there this time, alright? We got some cumin, okay? We're gonna put some of that on there, alright?
2: Some of that stuff, you go, how do you pronounce this?
1: Yeah, we're gonna put some of that on there, okay? We grinding over here uh select almost any one item at 50 percent off and then adam and eve after you pick out your whatever your item is it could be an adult movie it could be a toy it could be lingerie it could be uh they have all kinds of condoms over there you know get them discreetly mailed to you maybe you're a big freak you like look i don't want people seeing me when i'm up in cvs buying loads and loads of condoms okay I don't need them to know and be up in my business like that. Looking at y'all weird. Right. I don't want them questioning my lifestyle choices. Okay. Literally my lifestyle choices. Well, you can still go to Adam and Eve and they got all kinds of stuff there. So you can get your condo sent to you in bulk in discreet packaging that nobody else knows. And in addition to half off, because you're not getting half off at CVS. I promise you Mm -hmm, that.
3: mm -hmm.
1: In addition to that, when you enter offer code TVGWT at checkout, they also give you 10 tantalizing free gifts a sexy item from him a special gift for her and a third item you'll both enjoy i say mix and match the items okay nobody can tell you how to be a freak
2: and they show can
1: and in addition to that they give you six free spicy movies professional movies okay these the professional movie will never go out of style
2: never go out of style got good lighting and shit right I look up now on
1: these on these the, the porn you see online. You just you don't know what's happening. Somebody's dog walking around in the background. Come on, the the, Come ambul- on their telephone. the ambulance telephone. Ambulance sirens going off. It has nothing to do with the scene. I mean, it's a lot going on back here. Okay, I got to know like why are these two black people having sex to Fox News? I don't. Now I'm asking questions. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that with professional nope movies made with the studio. Okay, and makeup artists. And if that's not a goddamn enough, I'm starting to get upset. I'm sorry to cuss at you. <laughs> but you get free shipping. Like, what else do you need? Ten tantalizing gifts, free shipping. You getting movies. I don't know what to tell you, man. TBGWT. AdamandEve.com. Check out Code T B G W T. Get all this free shit. You're welcome. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> We're doing this for you.
1: What more do you need? Alright. Let's get into uh let's get into the show. lot of stuff going on guys Mm -hmm. um let's see where should we start Mm -hmm. um how about this a teacher has been fired after students found topless selfies she sent to her boyfriend lauren miranda said she doesn't understand why she got terminated it's my breast it's my chest it's my body it's something that should be celebrated well i mean i'll be the judge of that i mean come on we all need to see them titties now uh <laughs> she's like i'm very confident in these titties okay first of all the fact that y'all don't have balloons and confetti to see these titties i'm a bit disappointed in y'all come now, on how dare you turn this on me you're not gonna see a set like this just anywhere these ain't no bus stop titties okay Mm-mm uh shout out to the bus stop i don't know why i said that bus stop titties are more than adequate uh middle school math teacher (laughs) in bellport new york said she was unfairly fired after a student got a hold of a topless selfie photo she took three years ago now how did a student get a hold of the photo
2: that's the question and if you don't ask she did not send it direct. she did not send it directly to the student so why is she fired
1: be a totally different article if she had sent it directly to the student
2: correct i could see you losing your job then yes
1: uh lauren miranda 25 said that she sent a topless photo to a fellow school district teacher she was dating at the time and that she didn't think there was anything wrong with it it's pure i'm getting makeup in, in one hand and i'm taking a picture in the other the photo somehow surfaced in january in the hands of a student which led to her being fired March 27th from Bellport Middle School, where she had taught for nearly four years. That picture was never posted. How it got uh, out is the million-dollar question she said. Right,
2: she, she didn't post it online. Apparently, the picture was never posted online.
1: I don't understand how, if she's a victim of someone taking her nude photo and, and spreading it around, disseminating it to students, even.
2: Right. That's how
1: she's the one in the trouble when she's clearly the target of someone's either harassment revenge porn i mean there's literally laws against that mm-hmm. or um like shouldn't there be an investigation into how this image got into this kid's hands why sexism right um uh what is wrong with my image and then she says her breast should be celebrated miranda's now planning to file a three million dollars suit alleging mm-hmm. gender discrimination unless she gets her job back right ray said his client is the victim of a double standard that's her lawyer yeah the thing i find interesting is that her not she's not my client but her defense being like but these titties are spectacular we should be happy about it i find that defense to be kind of weak as opposed to the yo why do y'all have my picture you know now there's people that go well if you never take yourself you never have to worry about it i feel like at this point in society we are way past the if you never took the picture type of thing there should be a level of trust and, right. so that, and whatnot between consenting adults that when something like this happens we don't just come down on the person that took their own picture and trusted another adult that they were dating at the time with the picture we should come down on whoever got to pick let the picture be out there
2: right and and it a lot of times when people are dating and even if they're not dating when people send this stuff They send it with the understanding that you're not going to post it or plaster it everywhere. That's why they got laws that say, I sent this to you. I did not expect you to put it online. And, you know, and all it does, it actually hurts everybody and everybody that like to see titty pics and ass pics it hurts everybody because now you got people going i'm not sending a motherfucking thing because if i send it to you how do i not know i lose my job or some shit because because they're not nobody's going to be like well why did you do this it's gonna be why did you take the picture
1: right um the other thing i would throw out there too i find interesting uh you can tell she's a white woman hmm because oh how can you tell karen I, mm. you, you, you was quick with that uh-huh how can you tell because i i had the whole way i was going with this but you go ahead, finish yours you sure All mm-hmm. all right uh, you can tell she's a white woman because she went straight to the uh well of any time a man has ever exposed his chest no one has ever commented or had a problem with it whatsoever but when a woman displays her chest as happened here she gets fired from her job uh that's her lawyer's uh you know defense that's like white people stuff the whole like women want to be as topless as men that's like new york like city feminist stuff like and i and i'm not saying it pejoratively like it's an actual cause in new york city like we women should be able to walk around with they titties out men walk around with no shirts all the time right and i don't understand what the fuck the problem is and like they have rallies for it and shit like that that's uh, also kind of feels like a little bit of some white people shit i'm not saying only white people feel about the same way about the topless thing but like the fact that she didn't go this motherfucker sent my picture out here where is he and why isn't he in trouble seems like she skipped a whole another step to like what's wrong with titties which is cool but i feel like that's some white people stuff she already on the next level of like titties as a general theory let's discuss and i'm like what about this nigga that's out here clearly
2: showing your pictures to kids and that's fine and that will be my defense and he will be smacked with a subpoena the fuck you gave my 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 picture to these kids right like you're a
1: problem like that's such a i don't know like i'm not saying it's just such a tiny detail without like without even seeing a picture i was like oh this must be a white thing yeah yeah uh, because i'd have been
2: mad i'd be like oh bitch if i'm losing my job motherfucker you are too why didn't y'all hold him accountable how did i send it to him how did it get in the children's hands
1: yeah sister would have had to threaten to cut somebody before we got to the um the general like environment and the attitudes of people towards titties
2: oh oh the the attitude towards titties would have been the last thing on my mind
1: yeah that's just such a funny defense and maybe it's maybe it's not her defense because her lawyer is the one who said that so maybe Mm -hmm. maybe that's just him being a man and saying that shit because i'm like I mean, I guess if that's what you're gonna sue the school based off of and go to court over, but I don't think you're gonna, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what you can sue the school over because it's not like they distributed the picture, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, she yeah, t- go ahead.
2: And, and it is a form of discrimination because I would sue you for not holding him accountable for handing out my picture to a child. Mm-hmm. That's what I was suing you for. Yeah, I just don't, I don't get how that part got skipped in this
1: whole article. and. She talks about being an excellent teacher and all this stuff, and she never got a bad, you know, uh, review. But I'm just like, dog, what about the fact that your picture has been distributed to children?
2: Even (laughs) the school system is skipping over that, and they should be held accountable for skipping. You're skipping over, you're going, well, a child got it. Okay, a child got it. It is a problem that my photo got in this child's hands so until we address that what the fuck are we talking about
1: and i do understand it's a tough position to be in as a school i'm not trying to be oblivious to that yeah, like c- you would have to have a teacher that has her naked picture going around the school at the same time that she's teaching i'm sure that that makes for that can be used as a hostile environment type thing that can be used um people will say y'all condone and it, encourage it. i'm sure it's more complicated than what the fuck i'm saying like maybe there's some other solution i don't understand like moving her to a different school or uh, another classroom or having some type of assembly I, I don't know what the right thing to do here It's just sounds like the wrong thing to do is to fire the woman who clearly is has is the what? one who's had her thing targeted because essentially what your argument is is none of the teachers there are really allowed to send like sexual shit to like to sex their loved ones or whatever. Um, and maybe, and maybe the school's argument will also be, well, y'all had a relationship between two teachers and it wasn't really reported to us. And maybe they have some sort of, um, HR discussion, some type of HR argument. And maybe that's what the school would say, which I would understand that a little bit more. But then in that case, why isn't the guy getting fired as well? He was in a relationship too. And clearly the picture got distributed. Well, the school could also believe she's lying okay i didn't even think about that so the school could be like we think you gave the picture out you know he's saying he didn't you saying you didn't uh we firing you you know and fire
2: him too then that's my thing yeah. every if like i said if i'm out of a job, nigga you is too everybody lost their fucking job right uh
1: and why isn't the student in trouble
2: right i just right, don't understand right. i don't
1: understand the story at all and
2: and, I, and 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 it's very frustrating and i know i don't have kids in the school system and shit like that but it's very frustrating how fucking puritanical pa- uh, parents get when it comes to shit like this and this is before the parents the, the
1: parent they didn't interview a parent in this thing this doesn't even sound like the parents did it, it like the no. school just did it like they were just like before even we could get the parents outrage we just gonna preempt that when she's fired
2: right because they don't want to deal with the parents like, like, like they're like we don't want to deal with the backlash any controversial controversial shit or anything like that so my thing is okay i lose my job everybody needs to be fired everybody right. not just one party mm. not just the woman because you want to get rid of her because you feel like you get rid of her you get rid of the problem what about the nigga that put my picture out there that's a fucking problem
1: airbnb guest found hidden surveillance camera by scanning wi-fi network oh uh, it seems like we uh seems like this is uh kind of commonplace these days we keep coming up with stories like this now i'm sure airbnb is a i mean global thing at this point it is and regulating that shit i mean they only really can regulate it after someone is caught being offended Mm -hmm. so i don't know what they can do about this but god it seems like we just always have these a new zealand family that booked an airbnb in ireland recently discovered an undisclosed camera in the living room and the family says the airbnb initially cleared the host of any wrongdoing before finally banning the offender from its platform once the family had unpacked andrew barker who works in it security scanned the house wi-fi network Mm. the scan unearthed a camera and subsequently a live feed from the angle of the video the family tracked down the camera concealed in what appeared to be a smoke alarm or carbon monoxide detector nelly barker posted an image on facebook showing the location of the camera in the living room shot of the family from the sneaky video feed
2: and that's because he's an it person like that's his job so but the average person wouldn't have thought about that or wouldn't have figured that out i know i wouldn't have. i know yeah and the thing
1: is people got caught like this one they got caught because they didn't hide the camera from the from the feed which they could have hid from the uh, wi-fi thing um the other part of it is um this was surreptitiously put in there who knows how many other families have stayed there other people have stayed there and they're on somebody's camera right you know um and this is uh if you want to see a picture what the camera was looking at that's the top is a view from the camera the bottom is the view um, of the family of the family keep in mind i mean there could be children that are naked or something in these videos that could be women that go to stay by themselves that are in these videos that could be men they could just all kinds of shit where people are not consenting to be on camera for this Mm. live feed that you know This person may feel like it's up there for security or something, but that's not in the agreement that you get to surveil me.
2: Right. Uh,
1: we're not certain which of the two devices on the ceiling contains a camera, but while the device on the right looks like a regular smoke detector, the one on the left appears to be similar surveillance to surveillance cameras that are designed to look like smoke detectors. Uh, we contracted Neely Barker for more details on how the family discovered the camera and video feed. We'll update the story. We get a response. It's an update. Andrew Barker told us that so ours that the camera was in the device on the left. So that's the the one okay, I will see which one it is. Uh if you zoom in, you can see the tissue paper that I stuffed in the hole to block the camera lens while we worked out what to do. Uh Barker said that he used the Android apps to do network and port scans of the wireless network. Port eighty was open as soon as I connected with my browser, up popped the video feed. You can see from my screen capture. I used the feed to locate the camera in, in that ceiling enclosure. So yeah, it's some ID shit that he even discovered this. Mostly, most people would not figure this out. Mm -mm. The family relocated to a hotel, contacted both Airbnb and the property host. The host initially hung up, but later called back and told them the camera delivery was only was the only one in the house cnn wrote uh it's not clear whether the host was recording the video whether he was capturing audio whether he was monitoring it remotely in real time or whether he was using it for anything more than monitoring guests we feel felt an immediate violation of our privacy in the private residence we had paid to occupy um ours has previously written about hitting cameras on uh, airbnb rentals in 2015 and 2017 i guess that's the website ours technica uh airbnb admits mistake in response to the incident so their response was troubling they didn't seem to grasp the seriousness of the issue they were treating it like it like a canceled booking right oh you guys want to cancel your booking uh this nigga is recording people and they not supposed to be able to right airbnb temporarily suspended the listing and promised to investigate but when barker contacted airbnb again two weeks later the company told her the host had been exonerated and the listing was reinstated how do you exonerate him uh not my camera like what is the exoneration on that airbnb finally banned the host after Nilly barker posted about the disturbing incident on facebook this has become a trend with airbnb Wait, right.
2: somebody got to go online and be like y'all see this shit and then they respond why are not you more proactive than this they have
1: to get embarrassed into responding once right. your story goes viral remember the woman who like the guy came to the house and like shit all everything mm-hmm. and she felt threatened and then she told airbnb and they basically didn't do anything the police didn't do anything and then finally when the story went viral airbnb was like we need to take this guy off the hosting thing you know i think there was another woman who the guy was found her on airbnb was like sexually harassing her and went by the house when she wasn't when he was when she was there um and same thing airbnb waits till it goes viral and they're like okay we can we're gonna try to do something with this Scary as
2: hell. And somebody like me who never used a service going, I don't think I will ever use a service. I just go into a regular fucking ass hotel and pay the pay the high exorbitant prices then because it's just not worth the hassle of being in somebody's home and not knowing if they're recording you or not, not knowing what's here or not. I'm not IT, I don't know. Right.
1: Um the Airbnb investigation Airbnb investigation, which didn't include any follow up with us, exonerated the host, no explanation provided. Uh, the listing with the hidden camera was not mentioned and is still on Airbnb. Um, uh, Airbnb said it made a mistake and responded again. Our original handling of this incident did not meet the high standards we set for ourselves and we have apologized to the family and fully refunded their stay. Uh, we asked Airbnb, uh, how long the offending host was written out the place, but the company didn't answer. Their policy says that a host must disclose any type of surveillance device in listings, even if it's not turned on or hooked up uh cameras are allowed in certain spaces if they are disclosed but airbnb prohibits any surveillance devices that are in or that observe the interior of certain private spaces such as bed- bedrooms and bathrooms regardless of whether they've been disclosed if a host discloses the device after booking airbnb will allow the guests to cancel the reservation and receive a refund host cancellation penalties may apply man you could there's so much shit they could be on you just if you smoke weed hey uh this motherfucker smoking weed in here i'm calling the cops you know, like all kinds of shit, man. Like that's so wild. Um, I don't know. Maybe this kind of shit happens at hotels all the time. We just don't know about it. But I don't know. Airbnb seems to be like a heavy offender of just weirdos in their private house doing weird shit to fucking unsuspecting people. You know.
2: Yeah, because um, you know the the thing. I mean, I know hotels fuck up too now but you know at least with the hotel i got a downstairs desk somebody i can put my hands on it but like, hey, motherfucker, something not right right here right now
1: right it is crazy i mean because people i think people get so defensive about airbnb because they use it Mm -hmm. and so then they start making excuses but if you paid your money this should not be acceptable to you right
2: it's okay to use the service but yes you're going i shouldn't you you should not be allowed to record me without my consent It should
1: bother the fuck out of you that somebody could just be like well you know uh people you know people be wilding out in these rooms sometimes i just need to have it on cake but without telling me if it's so on up and up then just tell me hey i I record everything going on in the living room allow me the option as a customer to be like i don't want to stay there you know i don't know man seems kind of kind of suspicious to me um so i don't know be careful man out there this shit is crazy man um my best friend forever turned out to not be forever oh shit but here's why i'm okay with i break up okay so i'm bustle.com last year one of my closest friends unceremoniously dumped me it's more complicated than that friendships often are maryland and i met in santa fe in 2007 we both just moved there i can i came from the east coast she came from the west she was wearing black converse high tops with pink laces and she was tall, slender and beautiful the first time i saw her i knew we would be friends call it fate or the optimism of being 23 either way i had consummated my dream of moving to the southwest and everything was possible Marilyn was six years older just a year shy of 30 the first time we hung out she drove us to a black jeep liberty in ojo caliente a hot spring paradise 45 minutes north of santa fe we told our life stories in the car on the way up we were best friends by the time we drove back the sky a shimmering shade of purple santa fe is so famous for a white
2: woman wrote this who wrote this of course a white
1: woman wrote this I'm karen about to say this sound like a yelp review and so began one of the most important friendships of my life for three years we were inseparable we moved to san francisco to attend grad school to become uh when she moved to san francisco to grad, attend grad school to become a therapist we stayed close for another seven years for the last five years of our friendship we didn't see each other but we spoke on the phone and facetime regularly during that time i moved back to new york in 2016 Marilyn got married in a tiny family ceremony and asked if i would come out spend a few days with her to celebrate a few months after her wedding in early 2017 i flew out to san francisco stayed with her for a couple of days though we tried nothing felt the same our friendship had changed i felt uncomfortable in her home we couldn't connect the way we used to. I had changed and she had changed and the changes were relatively undetectable 3,000 miles away, but they were glaringly apparent in real life. I cut my stay short. We emailed a couple of terse emails and lost touch. After a few months passed, I attempted a few times to get in touch. I felt, if I felt conflicted. I missed her, but I didn't know if I missed Marilyn the person or Marilyn the memory. Eventually, about a year after about a year, she agreed to meet for coffee while I was in her city. The day of our meeting, my boyfriend and I sped all the way from Big Sur so I would make it to the coffee shop on time. When we pulled up, Marilyn was sitting outside wearing a denim jumpsuit and lipstick, and I thought, okay, maybe we could work this out. From the the jumpsuit and the jumpsuit and the lipstick, what's going on with this? She was
3: I don't know what they love us.
1: She was dressed up that day, so I said, maybe we can still be friends very superficial we wound up in her office sitting on the floor we ate her while she ate her lunch she had an hour between appointments i thought we were meeting to catch up and figure out our friendship what we launched it to a strange she launched to a strange tirade about her incapacity for friendship mm. i considered the possibility that i may represent something that Marilyn's unwilling or unable to have in her life a reminder that she was once young and untamed oh bitch this is that's shade that's from that's that sounds kind of judgy of Maryland like you old washed up hoe I think I'm symbolizing something you just can't have no more youth and beauty
2: well shit bitch we both older
1: <laughs> that's the real problem okay you broke and you busted look at your life <laughs> looking at me must remind you of everything you could have had but you don't anymore cause you old and you tired okay <laughs> what was t- what is what is this at first I don't know. at first i was upset i took it personally even though i don't actually think it was personal she expressed it these days she spends time with her husband and their dogs and her family from time to time from everything i know about her i don't think that's a lie she told me that friendships just don't hold weight for her anymore that her priorities have shifted now see this is my personal feeling I feel like Marilyn was trying to come clean to you and be like, yo, this is why I haven't been as tight with you mm-hmm. as of late. And I'm kind of, you know, like it's, it's not personal. I'm just really into my world over here and I'm just not having a lot of friendships right now and not deep, meaningful ones cause I'm trying to develop my family and everything else.
2: Yeah, and, 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 and that's real. And the thing is, as you grow older, relationships change. The importance of relationships change. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, like us, we actually keep to ourselves. Like, you know, we do go out and do things, but we keep to ourselves a lot um you know family have things i may or may not go to it because you know the podcast is my baby and that's first and foremost and that's kind of hard when relationships change sometimes people aren't willing to always adjust you know another thing
1: i'll throw out there and this is not to disparage anybody um but sometimes when you're in a relationship you're married or whatever or you're heavily committed um single people have single people shit yeah they do and that's not a knock on them Mm -mm. everybody when they were single had their own single people shit but sometimes like for single people like they put a little bit more time into friendships and stuff like that and until they get their own type of shit popping and then it's like yeah i don't call every week to check on people anymore because i got my man or i got my woman now and we doing out we going out doing couple shit you know and we're not you know we're working on us
2: right people have children a lot of times relationships change you know it's a lot of things people like to say move it causes relationships to change too
1: right um i'm not saying that's what happened here Mm -mm. but but that could be a possibility and she might not have been trying to make a strange tirade she might have been trying to explain to you like yo if you feel in some level of distance it's because of life and what i'm working on as time as times has as time has done this thing i realized our party makes sense for the second half of our friendship though we still spoke on the phone our dynamic had changed and so had we once upon a time we lived in santa fe we were young and unattached and free we sunbathed naked in her backyard and ate lavish dinners that she always generously paid for with her family's money it was a different time uh yeah that's definitely i mean you mad she was like you need to pay for this coffee this time I don't right. uh, it's been six months since our weird conversation on the floor of her office I think of her sometimes she has made cameos in my dreams if it were up to me we'd still be in touch but I respect the decision I've come to understand that the person I want to be in touch with no longer exists some friends can grow side by side and love each other's changes I have many old friends with whom this is the mutual case but not with Marilyn I can't change that alright perhaps someday we will reconnect the romantic in me likes that idea but also i have considered the possibility i may represent something that Marilyn is unwilling or unable to have in her life a reminder that she was once young and untamed i love that part of myself and though i don't pull the car over on the side of the desert at two in the morning to have an impromptu photo shoot by the light of the full moon anymore she doesn't wear mini dresses to dance on speakers anymore we don't hook up with each other and our friends anymore i don't deny or reject that part of me i like the reminder you were once wild
2: the fuck is that
1: Wildness Karen, just that wildness. She was was wild and she doesn't do that anymore
2: yep yeah, because oh oh dog, i wonder but i wonder
1: if hook up means like sexually hook up because you know white people mm-hmm. say hook up different than we do. Sure do we be like let's hook up like let's go hang out mm-hmm. but hook up for white people means let's like make out two fuck somewhere mm-hmm. in between there mm-hmm. so i wonder what she if she means that with the whole yeah. like i wonder if there's a sexual thing the way she keeps describing how she looks right we were naked some in the backyard some period
2: of time they may have had some form of a sexual relationship and yeah. she you know she like hey i've i've got a boyfriend you know a husband you know and stuff like that like so the relationship between us has got to change now because my priorities have changed
1: yeah and the whole like young and wild and untamed i wonder if that is more than just a friendship type of thing Mm -hmm. friendships end for different reasons and they don't always end so much with with so much love jessica 35 my ride or die best friend told tells bustle that she felt beyond relief when she ended a friendship several years ago that was no longer serving her after years of deliberation i don't know which venue to take i was like how do i break up with her what are the words jessica says in the end she wrote an email and kept it short if you really need to cut someone loose you might have to say something that doesn't address them directly she says maybe i'm weird but an email to break up with a friend Am I doing friendships wrong? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are people out there waiting on like closing interviews? Like where's my exit interview
2: on this Uh, friendship? Apparently so. I don't, I don't know. We in age now. I can see people doing some bullshit like that. Have I not been sending the memos to the right people? Mm -mm, I ain't been CCing and blind copying the right people on it. I don't know how to be a friend. Apparently. Oh, I would
1: like, I noticed that, uh, I did not receive a notarized formal friendship ending agreement in the mail and uh i'm really upset right now uh jessica wasn't even sure she was truly breaking up with her friend. she just knew she needed to pump the brakes the relief she felt told her otherwise though the experience taught her that that is fine nay wise to let go of friendships that aren't working regardless of circumstance that has led me to be very purposeful who with who i keep In my life jessica says once you get over the hump of being able to do that it seems to open up the road to more meaningful friendships
2: is your internet working
1: um it was you know uh yeah it's working for me okay i see people in the chat room okay yeah you guys can hear me right okay uh yeah i think it's working on my side okay, yeah right. they see me so okay okay it's cool.
2: me just wanted to be sure
1: no problem nah it's no problem it just can't see you right now just uh log back in and we'll see if we can get it to work mm-hmm. um yeah so now t- keep in mind she linked jessica so she links to jessica's piece who wrote an article in bustle in 2016 called how to break up with a friend like a mature adult this is this is a lot.
2: This is the whitest thing ever. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. This is a
1: lot. I I, I don't know about all this, guys. It seems like a hell of a place to go. What white nonsense, nonsense is this? Right. Uh, how to break? I mean, do do y'all need how to guys to break up with a friend like an adult? Is this a thing? Uh she just knew she needed to pump the brakes, the release she felt da da. Uh that has led me to a very purposeful who I keep in life, da da da. Tessa twenty eight tells Bustle that she encountered something similar to my experience with Mar- with Marilyn. I love friendship like a sister," she says. But her friend made some lifestyle choices that didn't resonate, and they grew apart. There was no fight. She and her friend just couldn't be friends anymore because the foundation of their friendship had changed. At first, it was hard for Tessa to let go of her friend. Eventually, they had a conversation and agreed to end their friendship. It may have been right, but it wasn't easy. Social media was cruel. Seeing her friend on Instagram didn't help to ease the sting.
2: What? What happened here? Like, oh, you reset your computer. Mm-hmm yo what the fuck uh i don't know what's happening right now then
1: unfollow me on instagram if you really are that hurt hey i think we should end our friendship wow really sis i went on instagram you still out here eating cakes on the fridays that's (laughs) without me that's some bullshit just because i wanted to end the friendship didn't mean i want to see you be happy At the five years of mourning, (laughs) at the five years of mourning the loss of that friendship, they reconnected. Tessa says, as soon as I really let go and really surrendered, I, okay, I'll just trust the universe is going to take care of her, not trying to control it. She says, she and her friend were slowly able to restart their friendship. Today they are still friends. And Tessa, like Jessica and me, has gotten choosier with her friendships i don't want to expand expand any extra energy to, to someone who's not a friend someone who i don't want in my life someone i don't want to build something with the people who really love me the ones i love are the ones that matter oh you know what i i figured it out i know what this is right. It it's not necessarily just on white people shit the amount of effort they're putting into the correspondence is a white people shit
3: right.
2: and
1: feeling the need to like write out and describe their friendships is definitely in white 500 shit. words yeah but you know what this is just growing older Agreed. That's all this
2: is. Agreed. Because people change as they get older, dog. And also, you just have less
1: time and energy for just bullshit. What happened? These are people that had a lot of extraneous, quote unquote, friends.
3: Mm, It sounds
1: like just a lot. Everybody's my BFF. We're all friends. We're taking pictures and doing things, and then your friends start getting older and they do shit like get married, move, have children, and you go, "Oh, is our friendship gonna fiddle out? Do we need to have a conversation?" i think most people at least from our generation who because we don't really necessarily document our friendships this way Mm-mm. at least we have in our whole lives right i think we just kind of go oh I'm, we just don't hang out anymore
2: right that's kind of the end
1: and for them it's like i have to i've been giving the world so much of my life and my experience i have to explain to them why sharon's no longer in my pictures on saturdays at brunch
2: honey nobody thought twice about sharon
1: right that's how i look at it like we not friends no more right, all
2: right right and and the thing is as you get older your priorities change you know what you got a whole less lot less of motherfucking energy yeah you don't have energy Your yo ass get, you get jobs you and work you come home and and that's another thing you got friends that you're
1: only friends with because y'all work together right you got friends you're only friends with because y'all go to the club together you got friends you're only friends with because y'all go to church together whatever right one thing changes you're not actually that tight
2: i had to learn that and that's that's. i think that's something that's shocking to people some friendships are there because you have something in common you take away that common factor the relationship changes and that's okay i just think that's a very hard thing for people to understand until you get older you get older you're like yeah we're cool because we work together if you leave or i leave i will be okay but a lot of that actually comes from you just getting older and you're just maturing and you're just understanding that that's how life goes also like
1: are you not too busy to to do it like am i like am i not living a life that is challenge free enough that i've gotten down to the hierarchy of to like the lowest rung of like problems where i'm like i didn't end that friendship in a loving way like i don't think i've ever had that thought like literally as i'm reading this i'm like oh yeah i guess there are people i used to be friends with and i moved on Never occurred to me that I needed to, like, you know, send them a telegram or anything. It just felt like, yeah, the friendship is over and it's cool.
2: Right. And sometimes, truth be told, there are sometimes relationships mean more to you than they do the other person. And that's okay too. That's just a part of, like I said, that's part of getting older and growing and developing and learning who you are and learning what you will and won't put up with. You know, it's, it's, it's just a process. And also, like I say, it's really some white people shit because if you out out here grinding and working and taking care of your family and shit like that, that that's the furthest thing you know, you might be, you might think about somebody you be like, oh yeah, how's so-so doing and reach out to them and things like that but you know, I'm not gonna be depressed for five years mm-hmm.
1: uh, as marriage license and family ther- therapist Esther Boykin uh, tells Bo- Bustle, letting go of a friendship in a loving way can be so challenging we really are conditioned to think of friendship as a lifelong thing unless someone does something egregious but friendship like any relationship can grow apart and it's true part of letting go of my friendship with Marilyn has been realizing that old that the old make new friends but keep the old adage does not always apply life is long but not every and not every bff actually turns out to need that last f affixed to their name
2: and also what i realized too a lot of people when they're young and some older people but a lot of people when they're young they throw around the word friend yeah. a lot. Like, like,
1: like, they just people in general. Right. Not even young people. I've right. met, we've had people in the last couple of years that, you know, I like, because of the way they use friend, I started using friend that way. And I thought about, I was like, nope, that's not my friend. Right. Like, like, I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I get it. You mean acquaintance, really. And I right. like to me when I say friend, I mean something stronger than that. Um, and now everybody's gonna make it to that level. It's, it's hard to be a friend to for me anyway because it's just like i don't count everybody amongst that
2: ain't that the truth and the thing about me uh like you said you get old you go through things um people disappoint you people use you i'm speaking from my own own personal experience and you get to the point where you go oh when it comes to like this i require a certain level of i don't want to say personality but i require uh uh things of my friends and i have realized that i'm gonna tell you right now i am special and everybody can't handle me and i understand that and everybody cannot require my requirements for being a friend you know it's a lot of people they're very um they're very flaky that you can't trust them like it's a lot of things like like if i call you a friend like 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 we like we road dogs um it's certain things that I require of you. And that's fine because it's my friendship. So I can require whatever the fuck I want to require of the friendship. You either meet the standards or you don't. And I think for some people you some people actually need to raise their standards of friendships. Then they wouldn't go through some of the shit they go through with people. Mm-hmm. But you learn that as you get older.
1: Um Yeah, so uh we often connect with friends, especially in our youth based on context, uh, Boykin says. Uh where we live where we go to school or work or mutual friend groups can be the initial foundation of our adult friendships some of these friendships will grow into a deeper more intimate emotional bond and some will naturally fade away over time but it's not all tears and tiny violins we grow and our lives change and often that means friendships change and occasionally end boykin says this ending though sad and painful can also be a gift i've started to slowly reframe the end of my friendship with maryland that way it was a great friendship but then it changed That doesn't make it a bad friendship though. Marilyn will always be one of my great loves. I really wonder if she, hmm. I think it really does small down to change. Or as Boykin puts it, when friends are able to clearly and kindly tell you that their life or or priorities have changed, it frees you from the emotional energy of trying to maintain a one-sided connection. The last few years of my friendship with Marilyn, that's exactly what was going on. And it was rare that Marilyn called me. I usually called her. I could sense she was reticent of our friendship for a long time. I chalked it up to other things, her relationship, distance, life. I tried not to take it to heart, but it was difficult. I don't understand that and maybe that's just because of the way i'm built up i I do think i'm built more of a um i'm trying not to be a bother to everyone
2: right type of person and i keep to myself so if i
1: get like any level of a hint that is like this is a taxing or too much yeah i'm i'm out like and i and it's not even on some like fuck you it's just like Mm -mm. oh okay cool cool your life is doing great you don't need me to check on you uh have a good one you know holler at me when you need me you know, and maybe that's a little too much of that in me, but I definitely do that. I don't do any one-sided like, hey, man, hey, we need to get up. We need to do this. Uh, nah, I'm cool.
2: Yeah, and also for me, as I've gotten, as as I've become older, I'm only going to work so hard for a friendship, <laughs> and I don't press or force friendships. A lot of people do, like, but that's not part of my personality. We, we, we either uh, click or we don't, and that's fine. Um, because everybody you meet y'all not gonna be best friends and i think that's a very hard concept for people to understand
1: in the end i believe what happens is always what's supposed to happen and rather than pining over friendships lost the whole thing is an opportunity for growth many times it's simply a matter of reprioritizing or as you learn what you need more of in your friendships boykin says learning to take these changes as a natural part of your life's evolution rather than a failing in some way will give you the inability give you the ability to access what you need in a friendship as well this has been true for me since things with maryland ended it's been slowly it's been slow to advance friendships oh i've been slow to advance friendships that i'm not sure about i've grown closer to my nearest and dearest and further from my sort of friends i haven't been so gung-ho to hang out for the sake of hanging out you're just getting old boo
2: yeah come on dog. that's when, all when you get old and you realize your time is valuable right? right be like put it like this when i go to work i hang around people and i deal with people because i'm paid to be here if i'm not paid to be there motherfucker i better enjoy your goddamn company yeah, when your uh
1: friendship is sliding on down and your bed and your bedtime is sliding on down come on and and time is a little more precious because you're not gonna be out till 4 you're gonna be out till 10 (laughs) come on you might have to cut out some superfluous uh influences man i you know and also just some things have a season i think of all things that way right they do that's not to to demean people literally things have a season it's okay when it's over things have an ending that's why i love fall it's an ending that's so beautiful and spring is a time of renewal but that's why i love that season because it's just like yo it's things can be beautifully ended you know things come to an end naturally it's part of the cycle for you to have room for new growth you have to get rid of the old Agreed. um and and that's okay you know i think it's kind of interesting because like i had a friend in high school rashida she was my Mm -hmm. best friend at the time i miss her yeah but at the same time like she got a boyfriend um you know I i think they even got engaged or whatever at one point and you know also when you get a man like a lot of times they have weird hang-ups about men being friends with women totally right. understand right men are trash i do get it i'm not calling him trash i'm mm-hmm. saying men in general are trash i get why you might feel like what's this nigga up to whatever right. cool but at the same time i'm not resentful about it i'm not mm-hmm. sitting around like this motherfucker i often dream of her where is she like cool you know like it's no hard feelings mm-hmm. if it was meant to be as a lifelong journey we will come back together. If Agreed. not, that's fine as well. Like these people that get upset about that, you know, I had uh, one of my, uh, I had one of my friends was a white dude. He got married. He had a kid. He got a house. He moved out of the city. Like, cool. Not like who was sitting around checking that to be like, but what about me? Where is the room for my life? Like, cool, fam. Like, is we don't have certain things in common anymore. You moved on. I moved on absolutely fine i don't know who these people are that harbor grudges if i saw that motherfucker in the street tomorrow i would be like hey yo long time no see everything good with you right and move on now after that i wouldn't be like now let's go hang out tomorrow i'll be like all Mm -hmm. right cool you know anyway um uh thank the friend who had the courage to be honest about their current capacity to be close to you and take it as an invitation to seek more of the things you need in other relationships boykin says licensed marriage and family therapist michelle ferris author of eliminating codependent behaviors points out something I was already acutely aware of my exit interview with Marilyn was a gift being able to ask questions as a way to try to understand why the friend chose out is important for healing interesting Ferris tells Bustle
2: why they chose out
1: yeah like why they decided to not be your friend anymore you get an exit interview not knowing the reason why it creates a lasting hurt that's hard to heal I, 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 I'm i to be real I don't understand the other side of this
3: mm-mm
1: and maybe that's some. maybe that's my fault maybe i'm lacking some empathy there but i my mind just does not work this way where i'm like but you owe me closure to a friendship where where, where it was a years-long fade away like it wasn't an abrupt we were kicking it saturday and then fuck you i'm not talking to you right like for years you felt like you were the one only one pushing the friendship and you still needed her to say something that's a lot uh that year marilyn and i didn't talk between the second the last time i saw her the last was so painful i didn't know exactly why we weren't in touch so i filled in the blanks of stories i made up being willing to say a goodbye conversation can uh to have a goodbye conversation can help you complete whatever needs to be said in order to move on ferris says this also gives you the opportunity to get some constructive feedback for your own growth (laughs) now now this motherfucker gotta give me all right so give me three pointers on how i can improve in friendship no all in line with my own experience all true the other day another night i dreamt that Marilyn asked me to go on a trip to her trip with her and i dropped everything to join her when i woke up i realized that if something along those lines happened in real life i'll probably do just that much like a romantic breakup i'm not completely over our friendship and why would i be
2: yeah it's not like y'all had a very intimate relationship
1: well on her side I mm-hmm. be, I feel like Marilyn need to write a motherfucking short ass like listen uh, first of all this bitch was crazy and we'd be like oh okay that makes sense heartbreak often takes years to settle and fade and friendship gets in the bones in all very in a very distinct manner I'm okay with being hopeless a hopeless friendship romantic and I'm also okay with letting go with love and of course whoever put this out oh they changed so Marilyn's not her real name okay well i guess that was cool all right well thank you bb deets and bustle.com that was a great read uh the rest of you guys get on your grind and get out here and start um start emailing people for your friendships um mm-hmm. making sure that they are broken up with correctly um don't
2: send me no emails
1: drive uh fly into town um uh, and uh go ahead and talk to people so there you go
2: mm-hmm. you no polar feelings hurt wow okay wow i guess karen is not um i mean not by me but you're gonna show up and it might not be what you expect mm. okay okay uh all right let's do some
1: uh fucking with black people guys um uh, get into that segment where we talk about things that in the news that fuck with us <laughs> We're just, we're just fucking with those black people, we're just fucking with those blacks, we're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right guys, it's time to play the game that won't call you back even though you're best friends, it's fucking with black people, the game that goes all around the globe, makes you feel fucked with, The sign point scores from zero to a hundred until you give it a friendship exit interview. Today is contested, <laughs> everybody, that's right, see who's fucking with us today the feds approved the renaming of runaway negro creek to freedom creek
2: (laughs) not runaway negro creek was uh, apparently there was some negroes running away on this creek
1: i mean one how did you get his name i'm assuming i told
2: you negroes
1: negroes are running away from the south to the north come on um the other part of this Y'all really want me to believe it was runaway. Negro
2: Creek. Ah, uh-uh, it was doing right, nigga creek. You Come on, buddy.
1: Come you on, buddy. To, you ain't
2: got to change the words just so you can put it in the newspaper. Who you think named this, uh, who you think named this creek? Wait. Them crackers. <laughs> oh <yeah! laughs> That's who named it cause we didn't
1: name Them it. crackers. We know who named this creek.
2: We did not name this creek.
1: Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh my god. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> runaway Nigger Creek. What y'all fishing there? Like do y'all just use this as a landmark? Now if you go go on to the left, go on make a left up there at the light. Now if you get away to Runaway Nigger Creek, you done went too far. You gonna need to turn on around, buddy. Okay, <laughs> go back to that third tree. You gonna want, make, make, want to make a make a left on Hang a Nigger
2: Lane. Okay, come on. Well, you get to if you get to Runaway Nigger, nigger Creek. Uh, trust me, you ain't wasted a lot of gas. And uh, when you get down there by beating nigga forest, mm, you you know you're too far out. <laughs> oh yeah, you over there off
1: Darky Drive? Yeah, come on, yeah. come on, yeah, come on and turn around, turn around. Yep, <laughs> run away, nigger creek. What? Y'all put
2: that on maps? <laughs> Never headed Lake. I'm supposed to live out here and map quest for the drive me passes. <laughs> are you serious the way the ways is gonna be like you just passed the <laughs> white nigger people creek. do white people take their friends
1: their black friends to fish at one away nigger creek like is that a thing ah! yeah uh yeah man i'm thinking gonna we'll do some fishing this weekend man go down there catch some bass oh for real man where you fishing at uh uh-huh. well jamal that is an interesting question <laughs> i'd rather not I'd, say i'd love to go fishing with you um, um i mean you can definitely mm-hmm. go um you so you uh i mean we can go we can go together all right cool i can meet you out there man What what's the name of it yeah see that's the thing let me drive and you can just <laughs> ride with me and we can just go together that way oh man stop bullshitting, man just name the pond the pond or the creek or whatever and we'll just go out there we'll do some fly fishing yeah see that's the thing dog um i don't know how to tell you to get there you don't know the way oh i know the way <laughs> <laughs>
2: i know the I just, way
1: i just don't know how to tell you directions right okay because <laughs> i don't want no smoke right uh okay i'm listen the best brim and crappy in the game it said runaway negro creek
2: well, you looking like why well, i never heard of this before
1: it's uh i don't know how it got the name oh you know how i got the
2: name (laughs) we all know how i got the name i didn't write the history book on it come on now we all know who got uh, the name a lot of brown people uh the
1: decision is a two-year effort to rename the creek at the residence said it should more accurately reflect the history of the area the savannah morning news reported the name change sunday i love years right i love that y'all think it was only two years though
2: oh people been mad about that for fucking ever
1: (laughs) It's only been two years since they petitioned to get the name changed oh people have been mad about since, that no
2: since the right people petitioned
1: yeah right because it's
2: been petitioned before believe you me the premium
1: the previous name had no place in our society said u.s representative buddy carter a republican from pooler said in a statement "Not Be- buddy buddy carter definitely a white man republican i am very glad our community came together at a local at the local state and federal levels to make this happen shout out to the fact that he is a republican And he admitted anything was racist. Republicans don't ever admit nothing
2: racist. Uh, Never, never, never.
1: Yeah, they always be like, well, I mean, how do you know that they didn't want to be called Runaway Niggers Creek? I mean, (laughs) maybe they were Runaway Niggers. I don't understand. You trying to say it's racist to call them that? Right. Then why you got it in rap music? The Creek was given its... (laughs) The Creek was given its previous name because slaves from the Modena Plantation on Skidaway Island would escape and try to cross to Union Occupy Island during the civil war uh what was the name before that right because that's during the civil war so it had a name right and then so many niggas ran away they were like thrown up there to the to the creek uh oh, oh,
2: you oh, know oh, the oh, one where the niggas ran away you the, know you run away nigger creek you know where they crossed you, you know yeah. what you're talking about boy
1: you talking about the creek over by Dogwoods? no the runaway nigger creek you know the one they always ran away <laughs> the previous <laughs> the uh senators uh state senator lester jackson lester jackson a democrat from savannah worked to change the creek's name after he heard from residents during a public meeting in 2017. you know they've been going to that public meeting for 57 years for hundreds of years come on protesting that shit. since the civil war being like i think we need to change and, the name j- and the white people being like oh i mean is it really racist that was, i mean it's really southern pride it's really about heritage not hate the georgia general assembly passed a resolution seeking the name change last year and then the georgia archives petitioned the government in december the process concluded with last week's approval from the u.s border of geographic names which is tasked with maintaining uniform usage of geographic names across the country freedom creek
2: mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all this map and and maps and shit like that somebody can find the original name i
1: wonder how many other landmarks have fucked up racist names we just don't know about a lot you know <laughs> kill all the indians lane what is this we should probably change that we should probably put a petition in in a couple of years get mm-hmm. that change we didn't really mean
2: tp road
1: right oh we probably shouldn't have oh god we shouldn't have said that right uh karen zero to a hundred a
2: hundred
1: hundred i'm gonna give it a 50 because they are changing the name to freedom creek and uh and they changed it so there we go um let's see what else happened uh wow uh (laughs) that wow these are so bad uh here's one two teachers in new york were fired after noose images displayed in the classroom the noose image is a part of a larger collage that was in one of the classrooms in the middle school which was which has a student body that is almost entirely black and hispanic two teachers at a middle school in long island new york not new york city they don't have racism up there do they
2: right the same people that got a chinatown right yeah jewish
1: town (laughs) they don't have a jewish town where an image of a pair of nooses labeled back to school necklaces were displayed in a classroom those teachers have been fired you had nooses on the collage labeled back to school
2: necklaces and no one saw this until the students did how not a principal not not an advisor nobody who made the collage i'm trying to understand the roosevelt
1: union free school district school board voted 4-0 to fire the two certified staff the staff members were not named at the meeting but school district officials told nbc news previously that the question of terminating the two non-tenured teachers at roosevelt middle school who were allegedly involved in the news incident will be considered at the march 19th meeting the teachers have been employed for two to three years a third teacher who was tenured was suspended with pay on tuesday pending a hearing for her alleged involvement in the display uh, she was sprinkle glitter on it. What the hell is this? She was previously an administrative lead. The noose images were part of a larger collage that was in one of the classrooms at the middle school, which has a student body that is almost entirely Black and Hispanic. The collage showed two nooses and also were featuring the words "hot" ha! and hashtag yes. The school district in the town of Roosevelt said on, in February that it took the appropriate action against the teachers for the display of the racially offensive images when it was made aware of the incident it's unclear who made the collage or how long it was displayed in the classroom what is up with these mysteries at these schools how did this happen uh we don't know who made nothing wow it got on the wall
2: anything damn never but you know you know what you know what don't never happen i don't never see this shit when it comes to the holocaust right maybe that's just me maybe that's just me yeah i mean yeah but uh, everybody else brown can get it though but when it comes to that here in our country well i don't know
1: there's a lot of anti-semitism i don't want to go that far i
2: mean i mean yes it is i'm sure that there's
1: this is fucking with black people we cover fucking with black people but i'm sure that there's there's stories of Jewish people being discriminated, synagogues being things, um, maybe even things happening in schools that we are just not aware of. Correct. And I, and I would even venture so far as to say that it probably is happening because the alt-right and white nationalists actually hate Jewish people. So a lot of the imagery they have online, and a lot of these young white boys are being radicalized to hate Jews as well, and they use anti-Jewish um, propaganda in their in st- the same way they use a noose. They would use like um, uh, like Pepe the Frog is one of those anti symbols they've 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 uh, adopted into anti semitism.
2: I agree. Okay, and like I said, maybe my lack of knowledge and me not knowing, but would you go in there and see a display of a swastika and possibly be like woo woo on the display?
1: Possibly, and I want that. I want that. We don't cover that okay. really here. Right. So it's so we always are inundated with this kind of shit, and we're always like, what the fuck is going on? there may be another podcast where they do fucking with Jewish people and they could probably find just as much, not it might not be the but, but, same but, but proportion, uh, but they I'm probably have you. shit like this for their kids yeah, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't happen at all, but it's something that's not, in, not in the, not that it's not in the news at all, but it's one of those things where I don't hear about it.
1: Yeah. We don't really look for it.
2: agree. I mean, there's okay. people that
1: don't hear about this. There's some people right now listening to this that never heard the story before you didn't hear the story until i told you Mm -mm. so so you don't really hear about this unless i bring it up so there's plenty of people in america right now living their lives that don't know about this story they might know some of the more salacious like so-and-so was violently beaten on video a cop shot somebody type of stories they don't know about this shit we do
2: right and 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 to me it's just fucked up all the way around and it it, and it's just white people just doing fucked up shit
1: yeah like i'm not trying to get nobody writing up to the show about all the fucking Anti-Semitic shit that happens. Oh no in America no no no! I'm not saying it
2: don't happen at all. No, that's yeah, not what yeah. I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I'm just being this fucked up.
2: What they do to them too.
1: Yeah, I'm just being clear for the audience, so we don't end up getting a bunch of that kind of like. It does happen. Let me tell you 12 stories. We get it. It does happen. with this that doesn't make fucking with black people. But I I absolutely think with the, with the rise of the alt right, it's got to be happening more now than it was in the last few years before this. Agreed. Agreed. Just hateful shit. Yes uh so but i just don't understand the mystery that's the part that bothers me is the no one ever knows who did this and how it got to where it got no how's that possible you're in a fucking school you're not like there has to be some level of being able to track this was it a school project did you buy it from someone was it an art project did the student make it who are the artists was it a collage that asked people to contribute slips of paper or whatever the fuck would they do
2: look at it and be like, open this shit case? Right. Who who was the teacher that coordinated
1: the collage coming together? Right? There's there's gotta be a ton of stuff that can trace it back reasonably to how it got there. And they just like punish the teachers and then go, we don't know what the fuck happened. Because they how? don't want to do no work. Anyway, uh Karen Zero to a hundred.
2: A hundred.
1: Yeah, I would say a hundred as well. That was fucked up. Um let's see we'll do one more uh black manager at a vietnamese restaurant was subject to vicious attack by owner after she quits. that's right well it's not only white people that do fucked up shit to black people um so uh she was the manager at this restaurant Hmm. um she quit and then of course um that's when the fuckery starts an ex-manager at a pair of Vietnamese restaurants in Texas says she was the target of racial and gender-based verbal attacks and a text message sent by one of the owners after she quit the job. Yeah, people quit jobs every day, B. This is also not gonna get me to come back. Show linked. Uh, Domo Sneckenberg. That is an interesting name. Domo Sneckenberg, 26. That sounds like a made-up name. Anyway, who managed two Texas f uh fu-shack houses uh shack locations uh owned uh one in sugarland the other in caddy or katie uh but she decided to move on and notify her employers that she would be resigning okay that had no problem finishing out the week when schneckenberg spoke to the owner don lee on the phone it was cordial but afterwards in a group text that also included the restaurants or the owner lee was angry she took to the facebook to post screenshots from a text message thread with lee and uh and the other owner in it she displays uh where she was called her a well she was called a nigger and a bitch whoever wrote this article is horrible at editing the who did no one else look at this this is terrible trying, well who wrote this
2: trying to tell you that's what Don
1: only this that's, is horrific horrific that's Dawn. what
2: happened when people got their own direct logins and you ain't got no editor editors are important if i had to read this
1: the way that you wrote it it is what is this yes she took to took to facebook to post screenshots from a text message thread with lee and in it they didn't say the other person's name she displays where he called her a nigger and a bitch um so looking at this dumbo just called and say she quit i said okay thank you her last day will be thursday i'm gonna call her later and tell her her last day will be today and then the other person responded fuck the nigger don't like that bitch attitude anyways save more money now saturday and sundays are covered question uh then boss man put the question mark fuck the nigger, like the question mark on how you can question somebody on on um, text message with mm-hmm. iphone laugh my ass off thank you um boss man leave the key with the will with wilbur for me if you want your last check close tonight out correctly and professionally the nigger says fuck you she replied so i don't know if they didn't realize they had her own this group text
2: I or can, not i guarantee you they didn't realize that she was they probably thought they was going back and forth with each other and like you know how you know and didn't realize it was three little bubbles up at the top versus two because <laughs> you know you can mm-hmm. normally see how many people in there
1: yeah i won't lie and say i wasn't surprised by lee's reaction because i was it was a rude awakening that the stereotypes between black and Asians are still true new generation or not regardless how long you've known them how hard you work how trustworthy you've been whether or not the family knows you you are still a nigger in their eyes social media posts created a stir with many people calling the restaurant to complain and write negative reviews on the restaurant's yelp page further daddy duncan's barbecue a texas catering company that had done business with the fuzz shack decided to end this partnership writing on facebook we do not condone discrimination in any shape or form so we have stopped all business with the restaurant in fact Schneckenberg said one of the reasons why she chose to resign is that her boss had become comfortable casually using racial slurs in her presence while she worked despite her telling him she was uncomfortable with the language see that's that shit man my face getting way too comfortable and see they call that shit a friendship when they paying you i'm at work dog i'm at work you pay me not to do shit what can i say if you if i if you're my boss and you write me a check every two weeks what the is it really a fair relationship if you go i like to say the n-word and i have to be like well i'm not really comfortable with it well get used to it nigga ha 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 oh no, i have black friends they love me they love when i do this when i got the text i was extremely hurt and angry and i flipped the table over in the restaurant snakeberg said which prompted lee to call the police of course i also called a staff meeting uh because i want everyone to know what the owner thinks of me lee likely because of the negative reaction that his racist language calls finally apologized to the young woman and posted an ad- apology on the facebook pages according to daily dot the restaurant's facebook pages have since been shut down lee himself has since resigned I grew up in an environment that allowed ignorance to prosper prosper allowing the n-word to be used casually amongst friends and it remained a part of my vocabulary until now but that stops here let me tell you something Th- and this is something i want people to be absolutely clear on it's one of the reasons that i i say nigga and i don't i'm never gonna stop Mm-mm. um it's because they always act like it's a con- a confusing thing for non-black people when it comes to the n-word I am looking at the text of this asian man say fuck the nigger with a hard r he didn't listen to a rap album and get confused he used that shit to say play that like white slave owners use it so there's no confusion you if all the black people in the world stop saying nigger tomorrow guess what's gonna continue to be said to demean us exactly anyway um (laughs) uh yeah i you know i just uh but that stops now guys i've learned my lesson
3: Mm-mm. the
1: conversation that took place was fueled by rage and mixed emotions as a result that word took a turn for the for the worst my temper has always been my downfall downfall um lee has said he made the decision to resign mm. yeah i also find it interesting that whoever boss man is questioned him saying nigger and then put a bunch of laughing at why he ain't resigned too? like you thought the shit was funny you didn't check him you didn't say nothing at all so as far as i'm concerned you complicit in this shit too i know i mean he's out shit <sighs> zero to a hundred karen oh a hundred i would also give this one a hundred this is uh pretty ridiculous and mm-hmm. not confusing at all this person knew what they were doing and uh y'all fall for that okie doke if y'all want, man you don't have to be white to be racist when you're using the n-word oh no you know i know new york they got different rules and shit up there but don't bring that shit around me man Mm-mm. i am not cool with that um all right you no know let's do something light we haven't done this in a long time let's do some white people news y'all everybody in for some white people news mm-hmm.
2: it's a long time
1: yep um i think i'm about to get an ad before this so i will try to mute this shit um because i don't like listening to the ads uh i'll tell you what ad go to adamandeve.com use code tbgwt come on get half off of one item and then 10 things okay and you get free shipping included in that so there's really no excuse for you not to go ahead and experience this because uh you get six free movies you get a toy for him a toy for her a toy for both of y'all free shipping i mean that's so much free shit i'm gonna use the code tonight okay i don't blame and don't blame me either okay Uh, uh, now let's uh. get to white people news gotta start with a cover
0: yeah this one right here goes out to all my ladies mamas 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 (laughs) mamas what is happening my ladies mamas mama Ha. Why? Does, yeah go why
1: does the mama in this video have the i definitely fuck black men haircut though no. <laughs> ah! she either needs to speak to a manager or log into black.com because one of these is her jam if not both
0: like this. I'm talking Ladies from my mama don't like me. She doing things like having a boy come to the studio, trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of the American Pie and take a bite out. This my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out and let her know her daughter is a lady and not a paycheck. Bracelets, movies, body, girl. I pay that. I love your mama, never thanks. Yeah, i know one to trip now. You wanna rip me up, start a war between us? My brother stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of We was divided. She had to fish fries and cookouts on your birthday, invited despite it. I show the utmost respect when I fall through. You he was to that lady when I called you. He, he. I'm talking to Shasin. I am for real. Never can soon make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm talking to Ooh, I am for real. Never can to make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm talking to Ooh, I am for real. Oh, get it matter, B? I a times. <laughs> Me and your daughter Come on! Hey! Come on. You say it's Pull up love say say it's fully fully grown. Grown. Hope that we feel this Feel this way what Where is Becky going? playing a pretty picnic but you can't predict the weather Jackson, I'm a nine. No, oh what King the other me kids coming from? hope
1: okay now i just want you to notice that one of the kids that beat him up that she had the, that the mom had in the back of the suv it's a whole story going on here one of them kids is black. Now I don't know. You know, if she got two different baby daddies. I don't know. I don't She had the look. I told y'all she had that look though,
0: didn't I? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, see that boy definitely biracial over there. Okay. She
0: got really the haircut. I could tell. I could tell y'all. I'll be knowing. Was trapped my intentions were good, I never could. Good. Become a magician to ever get all the sad thoughts of me, thoughts thought of thought she, thoughts so of we. Ask him what happened to the feelings that her need me oh, I put so much about it, need to be. It happened for a reason one can't Re-hat. be mad. To so know this, know that everything is cool. And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation. A- Talk a- miss, you know what I'm talking about. I am for real. real. Oh man, me. meant to make your doctor cry. A trillion times. I'm calling the Jackson. I am for real. Never been to make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm calling the Jackson. I am for real. Never Never been to make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times.
2: um i mean i feel like uh, he that's the kids bops version he, and it's hilarious watching him with that uh 80s white boy swoop haircut he got going on there. i'm saying
1: man i think me I'm, we, i might have found me a little a, a young a young white man on the come up over here i'm just saying i
2: mean come on send me another invite oh, okay
1: um you know i'm sure my man chris Lambert uh, uh could testify that this was uh this was a bit of a bop if he's uh if he hears this episode <laughs> think we might have, think we might discover a new talent young maddie b over there um okay we got to talk about that y'all man and we got so much trump news we have not talked about but we will talk about it very fast okay because that's what we do white people gave us trump so before we get the white people news we got to talk about what they did uh the never trump podcast implodes after a dust-up over howard schultz in the aftermath of howard schultz who howard schultz is the uh, starbucks former ceo Who's running for president? One of the 27 Democrats running for president this year. Right. Uh, so, in the aftermath of his announcement, that he was considering running an independent presidential campaign a few names were listed as supporters and strategists steve Schmidt was one of them Schmidt is a pundit formerly of msnbc who has worked on republican political campaigns including those of president george w bush former california governor arnold schwarzenegger and senator john mccain he was the guy who got mccain to choose sarah palin as a running mate in 2008 irrevocably pushing the republican party to the right now schmidt has pivoted to a new career as a never trump former republican and he's involved in schultz's absurd campaign defeat uh <clears throat> the president somehow i don't know what that means that sentence is kind of weirdly placed he's involved in schultz's absurd campaign defeat the president somehow okay uh schultz's ca- potential campaign rollout is not going well uh yeah it was terrible anyway let's get to yeah. the news Let's get to the meat of this. So, Schmidt addressed Schultz's aspirations and his and his own involvement on the podcast. Words matter. Last week, it was a total disaster. Going into the conversation, things were already touchy. Schmidt's co-host Elise Jordan and executive producer Adam Levine, both political operatives who have worked with Republicans and now oppose Trump this was never gonna work We're apparently not informed prior to schultz's announcement that schmidt was involved with the political campaign uh schmidt now says that he won't be involved in any presidential campaign but will lead the 501c4 prop non-profit to aid schultz's third party movement for their discussion with schmidt the Le- uh, levine and jordan agreed they would treat their interview like any other with no opportunity for schmidt to speak off the record things quickly got out of control
3: oh
1: shit schmidt railed at having to defend himself on his podcast with the stream of curses a source present in the studio said consumed six minutes can you imagine
2: cursing six anything six minutes dug your fresh air on of nothing but curses for six minutes i would have to really live it <laughs>
1: uh, t told to- uh told the listeners were Told that listeners were castigating him for joining an effort that could help reelect President Trump, that and that he owed them answers. Schmidt finally settled down enough to talk about, 30, to take about thirty minutes to questions from Jordan, normally his co-host, and Levine, the executive producer. When he wasn't cursing, smith provided insights like, "This is not Trumpistan." while defending schultz's right to run as a third party candidate his co-host and producer then began to, to nail schmidt on whether it would even be possible for an independent to get 270 electoral votes in order to win the presidency he dodged then they touched on the 70 percent mar- uh, marginal tax proposed by representative uh, Alexandria ocasio-cortez schmidt said he agreed with schultz that the tax is ridiculous and will hurt growth levine, levine to his credit pulled pushed back will Derek jeter or another athlete not hit another home run because they're going to get taxed at 70 percent? oh well so he's trying to say like are people going to not try to be rich because they're getting taxed at a higher rate that doesn't make any sense right they still going to aim to be rich what's the economic behavior that he thinks is anti-growth other than his own pocket this is when the shit really hit the fan this is bullshit smith exclaims i'm not doing this steve you got to answer the question levine said that's the producer i'm not and with that schmidt slams down his head said abruptly ends the interview he threatened legal action against the studio if the interview airs according to a source involved in the discussion when his legal threat failed he offered to buy the recording according to the source the studio refused of course schmidt explained to the daily view daily beast my objection is not on a tough question it is the surreality of having a podcast hijacked from me until this recording i had always thought this was Elise's and my podcast Schmidt subsequently announced he's leaving the podcast co-host jordan also called it quits after accusing her co-host of cutting her out of the key decision i think he thought it would be a softball interview levine told the daily beast when asked about the interview and in fallout i love him i hope he's okay but what he did is antithetical to the mission of words matter after everything he said about donald trump in the past two years he's part of an effort that could lead to trump's re-election Woo! trump got these these republicans fighting got them fighting all right let's see what else is happening trump blocking contractor back pay if in government uh, funding yes karen
2: they leaving podcasts like radio stations apparently over this bullshit huh
1: uh, like radio stations, what you mean you
2: know how people are like i quit the radio
1: station he was like oh. i
2: quit the podcast
1: i mean it's crazy because people quit podcasts all the time come on you don't even know they're gone trump blocking contractor back pay in government funding deal lawmaker says no shit and this is oh some Republicans point to president saying they've never given back pay to contractors at the previous shutdowns yeah well of course he shut the government down and he didn't want to give anybody money everybody forgets it was just this year that we had the longest government shutdown uh like ever ever and for some reason, it's already just like gone by the wayside. Motherfuckers still re- trying to recoup that money. Right. Roger Stone apologizes the federal judge for posting a photo of her with gun crosshairs over her. Days after a federal judge gagged Roger Stone from talking about the special counsel's Russia investigation around U.S. District Court in Washington, the Republican strategist and provocateur on Monday posted a photo of the judge with crosshairs in the background
2: what what do you mean by crosshairs
1: gun crosshairs like a scope like this is a picture of somebody what it would look like when you put a scope on them Uh, are you trying to shoot them
3: oh they thought that was a good idea the
1: fuck is this yep he later submitted a formal apology to jackson but not before several hours during which he posted and deleted a slightly muted version of the original and tried to play down the symbolism please inform the court that the photograph and comment today was improper should not have been put that's his lawyer telling him not to do that shit nothing happened to him by the way so uh trump's dumb trade war cost americans three billion dollars a month last year no shit former donald trump campaign staffer alleges he kissed her without consent in 2016. she's a black though so i don't know if that's gonna hold any weight
2: it don't hold when the white ones say anything
1: There's 21 other women that have accused, so I guess get in line.
2: Get in line. Who the
1: fuck is still working for Donald Trump? Like, mm-hmm. I, I hate to blame the victim, but I mean, come on. This nigga is Donald Trump. You saw, grab him by the pussy video and was like, I should be okay though. Or maybe she thought she'd be okay if she was black. She's like, he ain't into us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. Uh Matthew Whitaker left the Justice Department. That's the bald-headed dude that
2: literally felt mm-hmm. like he got
1: hired about a week ago and then that motherfucker was just gone
2: who was unqualified for the job and he, he took in over the position
1: place. and oh go ahead sir sorry okay he was unqualified for the job probably i don't know enough about him to be honest i just know that uh he had been serving as senior counselor at the justice department since attorney general william barr was sworn in last month and he took that job in november and was uh stepping down in march uh donald trump hosts another college championship Uh, team and he offered them fast food again so it wasn't just a football uh football thing he also did it to um ncaa division one AA champion north dakota state
2: and 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 you know what somebody was talking about this and Mm -hmm. i don't know if this is true or not somebody was saying that because he's so disliked they were saying that a lot of uh athletics they could go, just gonna opt just not to go no more just not to see the president anymore because yeah just not worth it
1: i wouldn't go in a professional sport but see what people forget is these are college sports right college teams have nationalism written written into them mm-hmm. it's not like the nfl where guys Mm-mm. are rich or the nba where guys are rich and they can like the entire slavery complex of what college sports is essentially Come on. for a lot of these athletes is is kind of like the, that i'm not saying it is slavery but you know the whole setup of we won't we will pay you in essentially college tokens that you can only spend on college campus and you are beholden to a coach who makes millions and millions of dollars in endorsements and in, and also in salary and that's the real face of the team well the vast majority of these college coaches are white dudes and the vast majority of white dudes who voted voted for trump right. so i would not be shocked if you know college colleges will will still continue to come during the trump white house um i think professional sports will be the ones that are harder to get everyone to come agreed uh and especially the professional sports that have black athletes Attempt to override Trump veto on national emergency resolution fails in-house. Yep, yeah, he wants to get that wall built. Sarah Sanders denied knowledge of a porn payoff and then left the press briefing before anybody could talk to her about it. She stumbled for like a minute and then left.
2: Yeah, she's a terrible human being. Yep. I really hate to say that about somebody, but Lord, she
1: is. The president uh had Betsy DeVos uh, propose cutting Special Olympics funding, and then he later... um said right before a meeting like oh no no i talked to my people we're not gonna cut the funding right before the meeting uh to make himself look i guess magnanimous or whatever meanwhile of course nobody knew what the fuck he was doing and then he pivoted to healthcare, which none of the republicans were briefed on so they were like what the fuck? what is happening now um let's see uh trump is taking credit for obama's drop job um gains as they continue to rise at the exact proportion that obama had it going after uh two years of getting hit with that recession mm-hmm. and then for six years having nothing but job growth, mm. it's growing at the exact same rate of his seventh and eighth year uh as president and trump is taking all the credit as if it's his policies which actually have not gone into really any effect yet. i
2: don't think people understand that when they so, do it's gonna be a whole motherfucking difference big yep. difference yeah uh let's see
1: trump trump visited mount vernon and of course uh george washington owned mount vernon uh he he made it was like a one bedroom like house at one point mm-hmm. and now it's like this big ass like you know establishment like it's huge uh, it's a huge mansion now okay and so trump said well why didn't he name it after himself he was so smart he should have put his name on it you gotta put your name on stuff or no one remembers you He said of george washington karen george washington um and of course the vip's tour guide mentioned that um he did name washington dc after himself
2: the whole fucking city whole goddamn city dog
1: and trump said that's a good point so that's our president trump picks former presidential candidate her, Herman Kane for federal board. Mm-hmm. 999 is back. Yep. Libya is back. Ah,
2: oh, let me see. Say again. Libya. Oh.
1: Which one is that? Michelle Bachman hails godly Trump will never see a more biblical president. Evangelicals have lost their motherfucking mind in this country. It's, uh, the height of evil that they would co-sign this man of all the men they have ever co-signed he is literally the worst one he's the least godly of any of these people he's a fucking got wives and ex-wives and babies all over the place he's fucking porn stars he's, Come out. like he's just a avarice of sin and these motherfuckers are so happy to try to get some abortion laws passed that they are calling him a godly man sad really uh his Trump sister ended her ended an investigation into her by retiring
2: i didn't even know he had a sister apparently
1: the whole family is uh the whole goddamn family's corrupt is that what's happening yeah, show you how <laughs> much i pay attention <laughs> if you just a trump you just get investigated it's like just investigate it. it's it's very likely that whatever happened she did something she's a trump yeah that's her picture right there so she favored him that's not good yeah i'm just saying you can see the family resemblance uh warner brothers files copyright claim after trump shares video with music from the dark knight
2: yeah they was like what you're not gonna do is this
1: another another strike for black panther boom
2: <laughs>
1: he knew not to fuck with our shit gop senator trump lied about hush money payments because he loves his family oh well, the most biblical president ever lied about the affair that he had on his family and paid a porn star not to talk about understood understood david clark reportedly fired from the jobs that support trump uh that's the the sheriff uh angry hootie as jl calls him Hey do look
2: like angry hootie
1: ben carson supposedly wants out uh, isn't that always the case when well, you can't get out the sunken place without someone flashing a picture in your face so maybe that's what happened someone took a selfie and this nigga woke up and michelle obama's labeled insensitive for comparing trump to a divorced dad she basically said that um trump america wanted to hang out with his fun un irresponsible drunk, uh divorced dad on the weekend and now they got sick and they stuck with his ass all right now let's get to the white people news yeah you realize oh this shit ain't fun all the time shout out to the dads that tried to take offense okay
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right then guys all right uh cbs worried they can't afford gail king
2: oh because gail king going after all the awards she's like oh i'm going after all the awards she wants to double her current five and a half million dollars salary yeah goddamn right i'm the one that got r kelly up here
1: in order to continue her um her cbs morning news stint
2: yes pay me Mm mm-hmm pay me eyes watch me if i was a white woman you would pay me pay me bitch
1: listen you know who fucked this up for y'all megan kelly
2: right mm-hmm
1: it was straight until megan kelly um tell Megan kelly y'all had to pay megan kelly all that money to be racist and be bad at tv and have to leave that job early
2: and people saw that
1: Gail king was like oh no i do a very good job and ain't never had no scandals run my coins I need all of my
2: cash. All my cash. What 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 was the highest rating on a random Friday night? My my show. Me me mm-hmm. right. Me me right. Okay
1: okay. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean I'm sure it's other people that's looking at this money and they worried like how can I get some of this money? What's going on? Gail, can you explain how I can get paid like you? Why should get 11 million dollars? So broken? what do you suggest? I suggest you just just keep playing, man. Don't worry about what goes on at the top of things. Don't worry about what's going on type of things. My love, me. Okay, Mm -hmm. move on.
2: Make all your money.
1: Wendy Williams' husband Kevin Hunter apologizes as he is fired as executive producer on her show.
2: Oh, he was executive producer. Yes, bitch, you gone. We. How was he still showing up to work? Right.
1: How was he still showing up to work? How? Were you putting your loafers on one at a time to slide your ass up into the job? Knowing you done drug this woman's entire name through the mud just by your mere existence, I don't. Woo, must be nice. Must. Well, so
2: he probably shocked. He got fired.
1: Hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. That don't make no sense. Kevin Hunter has been fired as executive producer on his estranged Wendy Williams show as the two hundred and fifteen thousand dollar Ferrari he bought his baby, uh, mama is towed away. Williams decided to finally she had enough of his for philandering and after nearly 20 years served him divorce papers at her tv studio at last thursday oh uh, nigga i know you're gonna be
2: here because you're gonna show up for work
1: mm-hmm. the 47 year old was fired okay expurgated <laughs> he was fired uh from the show as a manager a source of the show confirmed uh to dailymail.com
2: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: which time i've seen a wendy's manager get fired
2: come on was,
1: was it on his day off yeah um the source also said hunter has been given 48 hours to remove his belongings from their marital home in livingston he's over there like i don't keep nothing over there no way uh wendy reached her tipping point learning he had been living a high life with his decade-long mistress sharina hudson who gave birth last month splurging on the royces ferraris and give- gifting her with diamonds all off of Wendy's hard work mm-hmm. Hunter released an apology on tuesday he was like a
2: baby that's too far
1: hunter admit released an apology on tuesday admitting he was not proud of his recent actions and was trying to right some wrongs while mm-hmm. taking full accountability for what he's done
2: mm-hmm. well you are gonna write some wrongs at another location
1: Mm-hmm. and this uh his statement came after of course uh, his ferrari got put away mm-hmm and he got served with divorce papers in a box and with flowers i believe because
2: mm-hmm. she knew he would open them
1: mm-hmm. kevin had expected to stay at the show and as wendy's manager he ran the show with an iron fist he was the guy who kept the sharks at bay but when wendy saw the photos of him and sharina last week on the daily mail going out for dinner and her driving around a ferrari she was furious yes that was what tipped her over the edge she was like he's gotta go she now wants him out of her life completely she's giving him 48 hours to clear his office and clear his belongings out of the house wendy's sister wanda came up from florida over the weekend and she's helping get everything in order wendy means business she's cleaning the house i find it so funny because she was telling us like no everything's fine we'll make it through this we always do like girl she's he got you out here looking like a complete fucking fool have you asked him if y'all are fine and y'all gonna make it through because it does not look the future don't look too bright Mm -mm. so yep Mm -mm -mm. and now she's apartment hunting so good luck to her Mm -hmm. dealing with a trash ass man of bring anybody down a large bird attacks and kills its fallen owner in florida what the san diego zoo
2: animal planet i mean well that's white folks too all right, this is white folks' news.
1: The San Diego Zoo calls cassowaries the world's most dangerous bird with a four-inch with four-inch dagger-like claws on each foot. Four inches. That people don't know. Dinosaurs came from birds. Birds came from dinosaurs. Like
2: what? Uh, how? Yes. How can you legally own it? Did nobody ask Hey, hey, we got a rule. Hey, you can't be on, owning shit like this.
1: Guess what country is native to? Australia. A large flightless bird native to australia and new guinea attacked and killed his owner when the man fell on his property in florida you go out there and feed this little motherfucker every day the one day you trip he just goes to town on your ass that sucks uh the victim whose name was not released was apparently breeding the birds it looked it looks like it was an accident it was accidental my understanding is that the gentleman was in the vicinity of the bird and at some point fell and when he fell he was attacked who wants a pet like
2: that four inch claws my
1: nigga a dog will at least try to help you up uh cassowaries are similar to emus that stand up to six feet tall weighing 130 pounds with black body figure uh feathers and bright blue heads and necks good god it can run the average person over it can slice open any predator or potential threat with a swift kick powerful legs help the cassowary run up to 31 miles an hour through dense forest underbrush
2: good god ain't no reason to run he ain't gonna catch up with you not not unless you like a athlete and even a lot of them can't run that fast
1: Hmm. so yep Motherfucker fell well, down and
2: who made it the people from Jurassic park
1: uh i don't know i don't know who i don't know what happened i don't even know how you want to own that shit
2: what it should be illegal
1: it should be illegal like what is it inside of you that you just like man i need to like fucking own that shit
2: is uh, it dangerous and could kill you i want it
1: right uh a stand-up comedian dies of a heart attack on stage Oh, that's not good. Veteran comedian Ian Ian died on stage while performing stand up. The BBC reports the 60-year-old his breathing became heavy before he sat down on a stool. He then became silent for a few minutes before, during the Thursday show, ultimately suffering a heart attack. <gasps> the show's host Andrew Bird told the BBC that the audience at the Bicester, England bar thought that he was performing a bit. The crowd continued laughing, oblivious to anything being wrong
2: what oh they thought was part of part of his sketch
1: i guess so It was an act out at least he can say his last performance killed
2: <laughs> <laughs> i guess it was a heart stopper
1: the first time a comedian didn't just get the light, but they saw the light. Don't <laughs> no go towards the light. Um, yeah, he fucking died on the stage, man. Um, which is uh, terrible. All right. You know? Um, so, so this on chat said, "Looks like that's my time, folks." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> damn. Damn, damn. Uh but yeah, um he even joked about his health while on stage. Yeah. <laughs> telling the crowd, imagine if I died in front of you lot here.
3: <gasps> oh. Oh no
1: Everyone on uh bird went on stage, the manager, he said, uh everyone in the crowd me included thought he was joking even when i walked on stage and touched his arm i was expecting him to say boo but it was evident that something was right two off-duty nurses and a police officer started chest compressions and an ambulance was called yeah he said he wasn't feeling well before the performance but decided to go through with the set only 10 minutes before he sat down he joked about having a stroke damn he said this is like some weird ass like uh fucking um what's that what's that series uh that jordan Peele is doing the the hard the twilight story. zone it sound like a twilight zone like what if a comedian's every word came true or something like all his jokes came true and then he made a joke about dying on stage and this nigga just died he's like i'm dying up here everybody's like what no no <laughs> no really. for real i'm dying yeah. up here oh man uh yeah he said imagine having a stroke and waking up speaking welsh he came out feeling really sick. He just sat there for five minutes watching him, laughing at him. He was dying on stage. Uh, was how Cognito would have wanted to go. Is how Bird said, what Bird said. Except he want more money in a bigger venue. Cognito's real name was Paul Barberi. Uh, he was born in London in 1958. He had been performing since the mid 80s. Damn, dawg. Long
2: time. Right?
1: That guy. Poor guy. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Let's see. Uh, Lori Laughlin rejected a plea deal because she thought the DA was bluffing. Ha 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 ha! ha. And Lori Laughlin quickly found out that the DA don't bluff. This
2: ain't a game of poker. Mm-mm. Ain't no bullshit with them. They like bitch. We got we go after the we when when we show up, it's serious. We are not your local police officer. So now they ready to hit her with more charges. They was like, "Oh, where? They said she showed up signing autographs and shit.
1: I saw it. She got out of that car and signed autographs like it was a goddamn comic con. And I said, "This woman want to go to jail." Oh no! Oh my god, that's so ridiculous, girl.
2: She says, i was like, it's show time."
1: Right, ridiculous. At
2: the Apollo.
1: All right, we gotta get out of here.
2: thing about it she was gonna do time re- oh sorry she was gonna do time regardless but now she's gonna do more time yeah a man sparked a
1: four-hour siege with firearm cops after pulling a samurai sword on an electrician who couldn't fix his boiler That's oh. a, lot, a lot of pressure under there sounds like an uh, electrifying situation <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that electrician was shocked when he pulled out that sword
2: I guess that will happen when you let things boil over
1: sorry to cover this story so time i'm trying to keep you guys up to current
3: events
1: (laughs) um clark smith was jailed for two years and eight months over the bizarre incident in dundee last december uh the city council had sent out sparky ian mclean on a i guess sparky is a, what they call him over there on a i mean that position the electricians mm-hmm. on a late night call to smith's flat in charleston area of dundee in december 28th because he had no heating mr mclean identified the fault but said a gas engineer would be needed to deal with it angered smith the thug then got in the council worker's face screaming abuse at him as he tried to leave the property around 10 p.m fiscal deputy charmaine gildmartin told dundee uh sheriff court that having gotten to the cop gotten into the close, uh smith then emerged with from the flat wielding a samurai sword and screaming run run fucking run go back to your own scheme uh miss gilmartin added a 999 call was made and the police attended <laughs> this we're just having this they're so nice with the language the police attended the call <laughs> like it was an invite like a wedding. The accused told a neighbor the <laughs> council had sent someone to repair his boiler, but the guy said he couldn't fix it. As a sword was involved, a full firearms incident was declared and firearms officers and negotiator dog van uniformed officers were sent to the property. They surrounded the property. The accused surrendered himself around 2.55 a.m. was taken into police custody and, uh, now he's in jail.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, guys, that's it. We got to get out of here. Thank you so much. Uh, look out for me on uh make it podcast great again as uh I should be hopping on with JL and Yay. um tonight at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 30 minutes after the show is we may or may not be on vice news yeah. uh so we got recorded we don't know if we made the cut yeah if they decide to air that interview well, i guess we'll all find out and be surprised tonight we sure will uh if not then fuck it it'll be like the last time we was on vice news and recorded all that stuff and weren't on there so shit happens uh all right guys i will talk to y'all <laughs> later until then i love you i love
3: you too Mwah. Mwah.